Hey ladies, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Trisha Stefankowitz, registered dietitian, nutritionist. On our episode today, I wanted to talk about motivation. This is what our episode is today. I hear so many women talking about this lack of motivation, how they're lazy, why they can't maintain their level of motivation. And so I wanted to address it today. I wanted to address this topic. It's been something that I've been thinking about um, from listening to you ladies from my own life. So let's talk about it. So first, when we talk about motivation, what even is motivation? Motivation is, I think for a lot of people, we'll say this like this feeling that is inside of us where we feel like we want to take some kind of like inspired action and we want to do it now. And it comes from this desire of like, you know, we want to do something different than we are doing at this present moment, right? I think one of the things about motivation is there's such a huge bucket of things that comes. There's so much research when it comes to motivation. And and I'll cite some of my articles in um in the show notes. But you, what I'm usually looking at are some articles that I can find online. Some of it is um, a motivational researcher, but also some of it is just from si- positive psychology and from James Clare, who does Atomic Habits. He um, wrote that book. So that's actually a really good book if you're if you're trying to figure out a habit and how to form habits. I, I do recommend that book. It's a good book. And so when we talk about motivation, we are just talking about this idea, again, of doing something, this feeling inspired to do something different than we are doing right now. And there's all different kinds of motivation. If you do research into it, you'll see there's intrinsic, extrinsic, and motivation has so many layers to it. Because motivation is is very unique to each individual. So what might inspire you and motivate you to take some action might be very different than what your friends or family are motivated to do. And so with all of this and all of this podcasting and all the things that we talk about on this episode, it's really trying to figure out what works for you because all of this like health, wellness, and self-care, it's not it's not like a one size fits all. It's very unique to you because there's so many variables when it comes to this and motivation is no different. Your personality could lead to a different kind of motivation trigger for you. Um, your mindset, your beliefs, your expectations, how you grew up, the things you think about yourself, all of those things are going to play into the level of motivation and and by the way, any of the health changes, health, wellness, and self-care changes that you are trying to pursue, there's going to be a lot that you're bringing into this from who you are as a person that's unique and individual to you. So when, we, when we're talking about this like idea of motivation, now that we've really talked about what it is in a, in a very simplified way... I want to talk about why I think people feel like that they're not motivated or what are some of the things that really hold people back. And then kind of going into four different things that I want you to start thinking about when it comes to either trying to figure out your level of engagement and true motivation and then trying to find some techniques and tools that will help you in that. So I think a lot of times it is, I think why people feel like they're unmotivated is that to do something different is going to require some kind of different action. 
And that action may require some, will require likely some kind of perceived sacrifice or commitment on your behalf. And to do something different, you're going to have to you're going to have to take different action to make that happen, right? And so that, especially if it's not something that you intrinsically want, like so if it's something that, you know, your doctor told you you should see a dietitian because of this, it's going to be very hard for you to require that sacrifice and commitment to do something different, particularly because it's going to probably be something that you may not be ready for. It may not be particularly enjoyable for you to do. I think in general, it's very hard to maintain some level of engagement in something that isn't particularly appealing to us. And the other thing with this is that with motivation, it's not something that is, it's not something that is, that stays the same all the time. So with motivation, you're going to have periods where you're going to have high levels of motivation and you're going to have periods where you have low levels of motivation and that's normal. But I think a lot of us feel like we are going to feel that same high level of motivation all of the time, or we're going to feel this same level of low motivation all the time. And so I want to kind of clear that up, that that's not realistic. Realistically, your motivation in itself is going to vary. It's going to have ebbs and it's going to have flows. So it's going to be this very dynamic process where we're going to feel like different times when we feel high motivation, different times when we feel low motivation. When you're thinking about motivation in your own life, there's probably periods of time where perhaps exercise was something that you liked. Maybe when you were younger, you were more motivated to do it and it was easier for you to do it. And then as you got older, maybe you had more aches and pains or life just kind of got in the way. So the motivation level was different. So motivation in itself will differ at different periods in your life. It will differ according to what you deem as important at this particular time. Even if you're in a place that you're doing really well and you feel like you are on track with your health and wellness goals. Even in that window, you're going to have periods where there's some days that you don't feel like doing something because it doesn't, it's not the same every day. It's going to ebb and flow. So first I wanted to talk about that, that it will not always be high, that this feeling of motivation. And there's nothing wrong with you if you don't feel motivated all of the time. You are completely normal. You are not lazy. You are not unmotivated. You are human. So first I wanted to kind of clear that up. And then next I want to kind of talk about this idea of of feeling unmotivated, right? And so what I think that we need to understand about motivation is that every day you're going to have some kind of motivation that's going to that's going to probably compete with whatever the other motivation that you have to achieve is. So for instance, if you have a motivation that you want to start working out every day, and you need to do it in the morning. But then your other motivation is that you want to sleep. Whatever whatever is higher on on that desire or that motivation for that particular day is what's going to win out. So it doesn't mean that you're lazy that you slept in. It just meant that that for you, that particular day became the more important thing than to exercise. 
Now you may have other days where exercise wins out because for whatever reason, you got more sleep the night before and you felt like you were able to do that. And so the goal here is to find a way that you can maintain that level of motivating whatever it is for you that you want to achieve so that you're not always sleeping in when you want to be working out um, and that you're able to wake up and work out, but also be able to sleep if you want to too. So maybe trying to find that that balance, but also realizing that you're, you have two competing motivations that you want to do and the one that wins is the one that is the one that won that particular day, but doesn't mean that it always will win. And probably the one that's going to win is going to be something that is going to be more enjoyable for you or more appealing to you at that particular time, because perhaps that particular thing doesn't require as much sacrifice. So again, if you're doing something like working out or sleeping, it's going to probably require more sacrifice to get up in the morning and work out. It's going to be require more commitment to get up in the morning and work out. It is... Um, may it might not be as appealing to us to get up and work out. So there has to be something in there or some process in there to really help you get to that place that you can make that your goal if that's something that you want to do. Rather than just saying like that you're lazy, it's just trying to figure out what the competing um, motivator is and trying to figure out if you're in a place to make that change and how. what are some ways that you can maybe start to work on that. And so that brings me to one of the four strategies that we're going to talk about in trying to figure out this whole motivation um, model and trying to figure out some ways to maybe help and to really see and be realistic when it comes to motivation and so that you're not being overly perfectionistic in it. And so first, what I would say is to figure out what it is that is your goal and and just kind of figure out where you're at on the stages of change change model. And so we talked about previously, and I'll find the link and put it in the show notes for the podcast of this cha- stages of change theory. And so basically it is this model where it is five it's basically based on behavior change. So trying to figure out where you are on this model and and really what step you're in so that you can figure out how to either stay where you're at or to make some kind of step forward towards change. So when I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking about like, um, I'm thinking about a model with five stages, right? On the left-hand side, you have this this um, stage of pre-contemplation. So you're thinking about it. You're like almost thinking about it, that you want to make a change. Then it becomes contemplation preparation, action, and maintenance. So as you move closer to the right, you're going to be taking more action steps to get to your goal. So perhaps if you are somebody who is wanting to start exercise, right, but you might not be there yet. We'll keep using exercise because that seems to be something that um, I feel like most people uh, are struggling with, right? And so you may be in a place that you've now set this goal for the new year that you want to exercise, but you might not be ready to actually partake in that in to partake in that and make that happen. So I think it's helpful to really look at where you are on the stages of change model, because if you're in a place that you're contemplating exercise, 
and you're not really willing to make any steps forward into taking any action, then it's not that you're not motivated to do it. It's that you haven't been, you haven't gotten to a point yet that you are ready to take any actual steps forward to achieving your goal. And so then what happens is, is that you're kind of, kind of stay there and you probably won't really feel motivated to exercise until you get to a place that you're more, that you're moving closer down the scale to a part and, and a stage where you're starting to feel like you can take more action. And so it kind of takes the pressure off of you to take action when it's very unlikely that you're not going to take action or feel motivated if you're only contemplating that you want to do those things. You will more likely not probably partake in physical activity if you stay in that stage where you're contemplating it or you're pre-contemplative. And so because at this place, you might feel like you really don't see a problem with what you're doing and there's really no reason to make a change. So it's going to be very hard for you to become motivated and be motivated every day if you feel that way. Because ultimately, what's going to get you to a place of action is that you're going to feel like something needs to change. Something within you is going to feel like you can't stay the same anymore because staying the same isn't isn't an option anymore. And that's when you're in the action step. And again, when you're all the way on the other side, on the left-hand side, and you're just contemplating it, it's probably, you're probably okay with staying where you are for right now. You're just not ready. So once you feel like you get to a point that you are ready and you're really willing to take action, that's when you might find a little bit more motivation. And that's when you'll see that you are more ready to start moving forward and making the changes that you desire. And you may feel much more motivation in that stage than if you're just contemplating it when you feel like things could stay the same because nothing because you're not really losing anything by staying in in that in that phase. So now once you've decided what it is you want to do and you figure out where you are on the stages of change model and trying to figure out are you all the way over here on the left where you're just contemplating or pre-contemplating or contemplating or are you now moved to the right where you're ready to you're thinking about action and you're actually moving to take action that's when now we can really start going along with this motivation thing so that's step two once you decide that that's what you want to do that you're ready because it's going to cost you way more to stay where it's going to cost you way more to stay where you're at so you feel like you kind of are ready to take some kind of action because you're having that desire to make a change that's when taking some kind of action is going to become really important so if you stay in this place that you're too scared and you can't really follow through and take any action i don't know that you're ever just going to get to a place that you just magically feel motivated the motivation is going to come from doing the behavior one time getting some feedback for it, and then continuing to do it, right? So it's somehow trying to get yourself to this place that you have taken action, and then you reap some kind of benefit from it that you're willing then to do it again. Because you've done the action in itself, somehow the fear went away, or the apprehension went away. And so then, and and because now you're getting some kind of validation, because maybe you decided that, hey, I want to exercise, 
So today I go outside and I take a walk. Well, what probably happened is, is that you probably came back and you're like really proud of yourself for making that commitment for putting yourself first. And then maybe you even feel really good that you did it, right? Like you feel like, okay, I got this. It was 10 minutes. I think I can do it. You start to see how you can put it into your life. And you can start to figure out like you're kind of starting the more the more you do it, the more that you're moving towards your goal. So taking action in itself. So getting to that place where you're ready to take action and then actually taking action, that's what's going to really start to motivate you because that's when you're going to start to see that you're moving towards your goal. You're actually having some momentum towards your goal as opposed to how many of us are in this stage that you want to take action, but you're too scared to do it. I'm raising my hand because I know I'm there for a lot of different things. So if I just continue to be scared and I take no action, well, I'm not going to get to the goal that I want. I'm thinking about it. I really want it. I'm further from the contemplative stage. I'm actually like in it. I want to do it, but it's not getting me closer to my goal because I'm not actually moving forward and doing anything to make it happen. And so action is important in that way, because even if it's just a tiny, tiny, tiny step, it's moving you closer to the goal that you want than if you didn't do anything at all. So action is the second step. The next step in in trying to figure this whole like motivation model and what we can do to create motivation, see if we're in a place that we can have motivation, is to really create some kind of ritual to make this happen. And so there's this really famous quote from Zig Ziglar that talks about, so his quote is, people often say that motivation doesn't last Well, neither does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. And so this applies for any action or any behavior that you want to do in terms of, you know, making it happen. So we talked about that motivation doesn't, it ebbs and flows. It doesn't, it doesn't stay high all the time. It doesn't stay low all the time. It goes and it, and it flows. And so one of the ways that you can keep keep doing the behavior that you want until you get to your goal, especially during periods where you don't feel very motivated, which will happen because you are human and because this is how motivation works, is that you create some kind of ritual or just some kind of roadmap to get to a place that you want to go. So for instance, we talked about walking, right? So walking, how, like creating some kind of roadmap to make that happen every day. So for you, is it that you come home from work, you put your shoes on and you just go right outside, right? Think of what it is, what kind of roadmap that you would need to do to make the action happen. So it's hard to get started when you don't have a roadmap to do it. So maybe the first time you go for a walk, you don't really know where you're going to go. You don't know what kind of day you're going to do it or which days you're going to do it. Um, You don't know what you're going to wear. You don't know, like there's probably just a multitude of things that you haven't figured out. But the more action you take, so the more days that you go out and you exercise, that stuff kind of starts to come together. So you start to find clothes that that are comfortable for you to to walk in, right? You find sneakers for you that work 
to walk the distance. You start to figure out what days of the week, what times of the day work for you that you can squeeze a walk in. And then you start to really start to figure out what route it is that works for you too. And so by doing that, by practicing it each day, and especially at the beginning when you're excited about it, you're creating a roadmap for what works for you in terms of making that ritual happen all the time. So even if it's not a health, wellness, and self-care goal, you probably already do this in your everyday life, right? So think about when you come home from work, right? If you have to make dinner, most likely you're coming home from work, you're probably getting changed, doing something, and then you are going to go into the kitchen, start making dinner, clean up, blah, blah, blah. So you've somehow created a ritual or a roadmap that works for you that you're able to get the things done at the end of the night that you need to make happen. And so when it comes to health, wellness, and self-care goals, it's the same thing. It, It doesn't happen unless you create some kind of ritual or some kind of roadmap because that's what's going to help keep you motivated when you're not feeling motivated. You, that will help take the guesswork out of what, out of me not making it happen. So it, it takes all the hard stuff out of the equation. It makes it mindless. It makes it easy. And then you just do it because you don't even have to think about it. It's an automatic action because you get home from work, you get into your work walking clothes, you get into your sneakers, you walk the same route, you listen to the same music, you listen to the same podcast, and then once you're doing it, you get home and you continue with whatever you were doing. But it's going to be very hard for you to create that roadmap if you're not taking any action at all. And so that is the third step is to set either a ritual or set some kind of reminder. I would probably think of a ritual that can, that you can do to kind of get you to a place that you don't even have to think about that is automatic, that makes the behavior happen. And if you're somebody who kind of life gets in the way because the more you wait and the more things that you have to do because life is busy. And if you're not very likely to do it at the end of the day, maybe you set up some kind of ritual in the morning so that you do exercising or whatever it is you want to do in the morning or do it throughout the day before life gets busy at home at the end of the day. But all of that is going to be things that you practice and you the more you do it and the more you see what works and you reflect back on okay that worked that didn't work then you'll really start to create your ultimate roadmap I would also have you look back at things that you have done in the past. So I talk a lot about on here that like there's always something to learn by something that you feel like you failed at. So I know a lot of you have done diets and exercise routines and things like that in the past and meal planning and meditation and different things. So what I would say to you is to go back and look at those things and see what are some of the pieces of that that worked for you because that's going to be a really 
easy way to put together a roadmap for you. If you know that work, walking works for you, then try to figure out how that worked for you in the past and try to put together those things. Now, you may need some modifications because maybe you did that 10 years ago and now things are a little bit different. Maybe your kids are older or, or maybe you didn't have kids then and now you do and you have to modify that. Maybe you can't walk as far or maybe you have more injuries. So it's trying to kind of put together what the what it what like the basics of what worked and then trying to tweak them according to what works for you at this particular time because our health is going to change perhaps as we get older and just as life kind of happens. So kind of take that into account too. So I'm not saying like, oh, I used to run and it was so great and I ran 10 miles. Well, obviously you have to get to a place that you're able to do that action more often so you can get to what it ever is, is your longer goal. And then kind of going to this whole Zig Ziglar quote, knowing that it's, you have to do it all the time. So it's not like motivation is just going to, it's just going to stay with you all the time. And and every day you're just going to feel motivated. It's going to be something that you have to work on. And that's why having this roadmap or having some kind of ritual is going to help you because it's going to be something that you do all the time or most days of the week. And you don't even think about it. It's just part of who you are. And knowing that that's the way, like you're not going to stay motivated during all that time. There's going to be times when it's going to be really, really hard for you to, to stay motivated. And that's okay too. And then that leads to the fourth, the fourth part that I wanted to talk about was when you're having these periods of not feeling motivated, or you've just started and you're motivated and how to kind of keep that going. Well, let's talk about some tools that you can do to stay on track. Well, I think a lot of people have like the different um, the different electronics and they have like the different uh, Apple watches and things like that. Well, some of those tools, those electronic tools are really helpful because they can show you where you started and where you are now. So it can show you your progress. It also gives you information of where you're at. And so I think that can be really helpful too. But you can also use tools to stay on track too. So that could be like, um, I have in my journal that I use, I have a habit tracker on there. And so I have like, um, like I go by weekly and I write in like, did I do the habit that I wanted for that day? So each week I review my each day in the morning, I figure out what I'm going to do for the day. And I set that as my intention. So right now, for instance, my habit that I'm trying to do is meditation. So I set that, that each day I want to do meditation. And I have a little block that I check off in my planner that I did it that day. At the end of the week, when I'm then setting my goal for the next week, whatever habit I choose that I want to do, then I go back and I reflect, okay, how many days did I do that? So maybe that's something that you do on a pen or paper like I do, or they do have apps that you can keep track. Also, I think it's like Habit Tracker or Goals on Track, Habit Tracker, Goals on Track. I'll leave that in the show notes that can also show you what your progress is. I know some people like to have like a big calendar on their wall and just kind of track like a monthly calendar so that you can track, you can either like write something or put an X or whatever it is so that you can visually see how many times you did that habit that particular month. And maybe that works for you too. 
but maybe some other things that can help keep you inspired or get you to a place that maybe you feel inspired is to have some kind of a visual reminder. And a visual reminder can be a lot of different things, but perhaps one of the things that I think about are some of the like vision boards. They have apps for that too, where you can like either create a paper or like an old fashioned vision board where you put things that you want to achieve um, up on it. You know, you cut out different things on the inter- like from paper and you make a vision board, or you can also do that on your phone so that every time you see your phone, you see the visions of what you want to do in terms of what your goals are. But other things to kind of help set you up so that you feel like can maybe inspire you in times when you're not feeling very motivated or to start getting you motivated would be to pick out some motivational quotes that work for you or pick out some affirmations that really hit home for you um, that really make you feel inspired. That could be podcast or audiobooks. You know, I listen to the Atomic Habits on audiobooks. That could be something that you do. You could have music. I mean, nothing gets me wanting to clean my house except music. So maybe music's the thing that motivates you. Or perhaps you have like some YouTube videos that are like, okay, I'm motivated. I'm doing it. And what I would say to you is that at the beginning when you're feeling the most motivated, that's when I would figure out like, okay, these are the quotes that help me and these are the affirmations that help me and these are like my go-to music or podcast or YouTube videos. Get all that together at the beginning because you want to get to a place that you can just like when you're not feeling really motivated or you're like trying to get out of bed in the morning that you can just go right to that in your brain and be like, okay, I'm going to do it. So I would do it when you're feeling motivated as opposed to when you're feeling unmotivated. Because when you're unmotivated, it's going to be very hard for you to be like, oh, let me find a quote online that says that I should get motivated. It's probably not going to happen. So try to kind of do all this stuff up front when you're in a place where you're like overachieving and doing great and taking action and seeing consequences and seeing results of what the goal is that you want to do. And maybe get a little copybook or have a little spot where you have like some quotes or things that are going to help you along the way. And then when you're having a day that you are struggling, which by the way is going to happen, it's totally normal. Then you get out that copybook and you just look through, okay, I remember this affirmation. I remember this. And then it just gets you. And then start that morning routine. Don't even think about it. Just have a little bit of motivation motivation, put your sneakers on, get out the door. And so all of this, when it comes to motivation, reminding you that all of it is, it's, it's never going to be the same. Motivation is going to come and go. You're going to have times in your life where you're more motivated to hit your goals than other times, but it doesn't mean that you'll never be motivated again. Trying to remember, like just to kind of recap here is knowing that, you know, it's, it's, you're, it's going to ebb and flow because that's what motivation does. Knowing that if you set a goal, trying to figure out what is realistic for this point in your life, is it is it a goal that you actually want or is it a goal that somebody's putting on you? Because if, if, if you feel like you should do it, you're probably not in the space that you are going to make that goal happen because you're not going to feel motivated to do it because you're not in this stage where you're ready to take action. But once you are in a place to take action, moving forward with that, just starting somewhere, just taking one little step forward. And then 
doing that consistently over time to get you to a place and knowing that you're not always going to stay motivated, but having a space or having things that you can refer to that you can utilize when you aren't feeling motivated, creating some kind of ritual to, to have a roadmap of what it is that you want to achieve and really taking any any of the of the roadblocks out of that to make it happen so that it happens on a consistent basis. So maybe getting out of bed in the morning to exercise, trying to figure out what it is that works for you that can take out that roadblock. Is it something that, you know, is it a morning inspiration? Is it having somebody call you in the morning and be your accountability partner and to get up that's going to exercise with you, whatever it is that works for you. Because remember with all of this, it's going to be unique and individualized to you. And then lastly, just trying to find some tools that work for you, whether it's some worksheets to help determine what your why is and why you're doing this, whether it's keeping track of your habits, whether it's having a visual reminder of why you're doing this and what you want to achieve. And having some of those tools in your arsenal for times when you will inevitably not feel motivated to continue to do the action that you're doing. So I want to remind you that taking any step today, whether however tiny or imperfect, doing it consistently will get you to the goal that you want to do. You may not always have motivation every single day because you won't. That's not how motivation works. But it's setting up a a roadmap for you to make that action habit, make that action a habit and consistency every single day is what is going to do it. It doesn't have to be a big audacious goal right now. It's just taking one tiny step today where you are. Because remember, it's, it's not about being perfect. It's about starting where you're at today and making that 1% better each day. So just taking some kind of inspired action today. And that action might even be something like looking at what goal you set for this year and figuring out where you truly are in the stages of change theory model and trying to see, figure out if that goal still works for you, or maybe you need to revisit and set another goal that you're more inclined to take action on. And by default, will then become more motivated to do it. So thank you for listening today. I am very grateful for your listening. And I want to remind you that I also, I always forget to mention that I do one-to-one nutrition counseling. So if you feel like you need some accountability, I am your girl. You can find my information in the show notes, or you can head on over to info at Be kind to yourself and I will see you back here next week.